Hey, welcome to my podcast, Chit My Chat. This is Shelanie Marie. And this is where I talk about working through having anxiety and depression as a creative entrepreneur. I wanted to go on with my podcast, you know, stay consistent, go with the program. Um, but it's been interrupted yet again with uh, another hashtag, George Floyd. Um And this is the stuff that has to be changed. It has to be rectified. There needs to be reform. There needs to be justice. I have no... I just don't have the the words. There are no words that will suffice. All I know is that I'm using my podcast to speak out to bring more awareness to those of you who are maybe in the dark about the injustices that are happening um, how black and brown lives are being taken as if they have no value I want to use my platform to reach those of you who have privilege and are not quite sure how to use it we need you to speak out We need you to stand up when you see something going wrong. We don't need you to save us. Um, But it is considerate. It's kind to speak out when you see someone acting out and doing cruel, cruel things. So, yet again, I'm trying to gather myself as I record this episode Um, Because sometimes business can't go on as usual. These are the things that affect our mental health. These are the things that bring on anxiety and depression and so many different shifts in our emotions and our actions. And they're triggering and traumatic and generational. The stuff that we're seeing posted constantly over and over for hours and hours and multiple platforms and this stuff is a repeat from many many moons ago back in slavery days you know just why are we going through the same exact things I I can't I can't explain um but I will say is I am holding myself accountable to do more, um, figuring out where I can fit in creating a solution, um, creating change. I was listening to a live earlier on Facebook and they were talking about um, having black and brown children educated to be more than athletes, having them in positions and roles that can give them access to be the ones who can make these changes, the policy makers, those who have the seats that have the leverage to impact communities and generations of people. Um, we need our kids to be educated and understand that there is value in those roles as well. Um, it was also mentioned that being a celebrity or being someone who has a huge following or is famous um, tends to be celebrated, you know, and I, I can see that. 
but it's important for us to raise our children, to raise the youth, to be mentors and to encourage them that they can be something else. They they have a lot of skills. They have gifts. They can be taught whatever it is they want to do with their lives. They can do that. And so, yeah, I'm still gathering myself to get through this podcast, but I think it's so important to be able to pause and be real and honor the moment for what it is. Um, This is not a regular time. Unfortunately, like we're facing this again. My community, my people are, are facing this yet again. And so we have to pick ourselves up somehow. We have to speak out. We have to take action. We have to protect ourselves and our family and our friends and try not to get jail time and and try to stay alive and that's a lot to manage and so we're talking about mental health and this anxiety and depression these things during these times can be so unpredictable and so I encourage you if you're someone who's listening who's having a really tough time with what we're facing in these moments do not try to deal with your emotions by yourself Reach out if you if you have a friend you can just converse with. Um, just tell them how you're feeling. If you need to contact a hotline and just, you know, pour your heart out. Whatever you need to do. If you need to write in a journal and write your thoughts out. You need to write a poem. Just blurt whatever you need on the pages. You need to write a rap. Whatever. You need to write a letter to someone in a position who can make change, do whatever you have to do to work through your emotions, to work through your thoughts and feelings on this stuff, because this is heavy. It's it's very heavy. There's a lot of blood on people's hands right now. And honestly, I don't, I don't know what it's looking like. We're going to get very, very tired of seeing the same thing over and over again. And so Keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes very open. So this is the third episode of the Strength Is series. And it is Strength Is Submissive. And I almost got sick to my stomach when I realized, you know, what's going on right now. And I have this series planned out for you. And the word is submissive. And so what I'm going to do today is I'm going to draw it back to self because for me... This is so much about self-work. If I help myself, I can help others. I understand my position and my power in my place. You know, I can assess what I can handle and what I'm equipped to do. And so for me, we're going to start first. We'll start with a definition. Okay, so the definition says inclined or ready to submit or yield to the authority of another. Now, I don't really, I'm really rocking with that, but I will say that when you think about the version of yourself who, who's really crying out to be nurtured, and you have the other side of you who's just so used to going with the flow, you know, whether it's maybe a job you really don't like, but you've been showing up month after month you've been doing all you can you've been wanting to just be appreciated you're being overlooked maybe other people are getting promoted before you 
and you really should be shining like the star that you are. And the other side of you is like, you know, you always wanted to be a dancer. You were really good at it. You know, remember when you were so happy and dancing in front of your family or and that part of you just wants to be nurtured and for you to find confidence in it and maybe to take it another step or maybe to take some more classes and see where you can get started again. I find that when we have these childhood joys, it seems so innocent. It seems like maybe that's just what little kids do. But honestly, I feel like whatever we're drawn to when we're younger and we just cling to, it's probably the thing that we would want to stick with through our whole lives. Honestly, it might be the thing that centers us. And I'm hoping that if you're someone who is feeling like um, you're constantly fighting those thoughts of like going against the grain or, or stepping outside the box or doing something different from what your family's always done or going against what other people expected of you to do and really pursue your passion, like be submissive to that version of you who wants something different, who wants something more, who really wants to live while you're content just existing. Be submissive to that. If you could be submissive to the positive aspects of yourself, then it might not be so hard to be submissive in other ways where it doesn't compromise your character or your morals or who you are or the the you know, intent or the impact you want to make on this world. And so there's so many different ways you could think about being submissive. There could be negative or positive. There's so many different ways you can think about it. But for this, this example, bring it back to yourself and just think about the ways that you've been battling your thoughts. Maybe you've been battling yourself, whether it's maybe about body image or maybe it's about um the way you spend your time or maybe it's with having hard conversations with people who are close to you like be just being submissive to those things that you really feel like you should take care of but you keep sweeping under the rug maybe we could work on you know being submissive to ourselves and I feel like God put something in us that continues to nag us over and over again. Sometimes it feels like a little whisper, like a little reminder, you know, hey, I made you a great writer, you know, write this out. Or maybe you should submit this article. And, you know, six months down the line, hey, remember that article I told you? <laughs> God keeps sending reminders and, and I feel like Sometimes it has to get so loud where we finally grasp it or it has to smack us in the face and say, hey, this opportunity is for you. But it doesn't have to take all that, you know, taking baby steps and really just nurturing your thoughts, your feelings and emotions. You'd be surprised how much progress you can make in, in even having pride in even the littlest, the smallest accomplishments that you're making on the way. You have to celebrate the process. You have to celebrate even when it's the tiny things that maybe you feel is silly. Like maybe you completed your checklist today, but someone doesn't even have a checklist. They don't even know what direction they're headed, you know. Those things are big and one step at a time, you know, submit to your 
positive self. I mean, we submit to negative things, I'm sure, very easily. Whether, I don't know, it could be something as simple as snoozing. You know you should have been up earlier. Or maybe it's like, you know what, I really wanted to get more water in today, but I drank all that soda. Or maybe it's, you know, I wanted to spend more time with my kids, but I kind of I decided to do something else. Like, let's start submitting to the things that will truly make us feel better, um, that are good for us, that don't cause us harm. You know, a lot of these things that we're doing, it's it's so mental and it's so um, we're so trained to do things because it's what we're used to doing or that's what we're used to seeing or that's what's expected. And it's okay to go against the grain. It's okay to be different. It's okay to challenge yourself. It's okay to do new things and not do it right, but you're learning in the process. That is completely fine. And so I just find myself constantly thinking, okay, you know, after my car accident last year, um, how am I spending my time? What is my intent? What's the impact I want to make? Am I enjoying my life? Am I happy? Am I content? Do I feel loved? Do I feel appreciated? Do I feel like I could do more? You know, if I were to die tonight, you know, how would I feel about that? What am I leaving behind? And so being submissive to those thoughts to open conversations, even with myself or with God, like just talking out loud, you know, assessing okay what are you thinking what are you feeling and how would you feel if and yeah that could be a side of my overthinking but sometimes it's beneficial because you have to work things out sometimes and and even if you say it out loud it it helps you organize things it'll help you um process of elimination sometimes you say things out loud like maybe that's not a good idea I've done that plenty of times But being submissive to really giving this life the best shot that I can give it, giving myself the best shot that I can give myself, because I can only give my best if I'm feeling my best. And that's from the inside out. You know, lately I've been finding myself um, almost in a therapeutic way, um, working with my hair and I started my locks about a little over three months ago and so I'm trying other styles and I've been doing hair for over 20 years I've mentioned you know in the last podcast and so there's something really kind of magical um, with working with my hands and kind of transforming and I'm not really a girly girl I'm not really so much into makeup but I've been wearing lashes and stuff and it's something about like just getting these extra little touches, um, kind of tending to myself and giving myself that extra effort. Um, It feels good to do that. And I think about how I've had so many men and women and children in my chair as I do their hair and how they've entrusted, you know, themselves with me, with their hair. You know, they go to their jobs, they go to school, they they have all these different important events and they trusted me to make them look good and, you know, it helps them feel good. And I'm a part of those memories with them for 
however long the hairstyle lasts and these pictures that they have to show for it. And when I was doing my hair today, it just felt really good to know that where I am today, it took so long to get here emotionally, you know, with my skills and, you know, with braiding and everything, but it took me so long to get to this point and I'm good. I feel good. I feel good about myself. I feel good about where I am. I don't have any regrets. I'm really proud that I'm able to speak with you all so candidly, honestly, being transparent and constantly reminding myself to be in the moment. It is truly a privilege to have anyone care what I'm talking about. Um, I mean, I don't just be talking junk or anything, but still, like, we've all got so many things going on in our lives right now that to sit down and listen to someone's podcast or watch another YouTube video, just content everywhere. Everybody's doing something. Everyone's got something to say. But it is truly an honor that you've been listening to me. Um, here we are past 30 episodes, and it blows my mind because I honestly didn't think that it would come so fast I felt like it just felt so good to record it felt so good to speak from my heart it felt good to know that I'm helping myself but in turn I'm helping others and I guess that's what it feels like when you feel like you're doing something you were meant to do it doesn't feel like work it feels like it's part of you breathing like I wake up and I'm thinking oh yeah okay I already thought about how what this word means to me I'm going to define it I'm going to speak from my heart I'm going to relate it to myself and it's like every night I go to bed thinking about it wondering whose life is going to be touched by my voice you know if this is the last recording I ever make that's it like if I'm dead and gone and this is the last recording I make this is what's left behind and so it really is more than just a podcast is more than just recording words in my thoughts and and feelings and opinions about things. I think that's very, very powerful to know that years and years down the line, probably 10, 20, 30 years down the line, that maybe my grandchildren will hear this and they will get to know me through hearing my voice. So it really is an honor that you're listening to me and I've said it before some of you don't know me you haven't seen me in person you probably don't even follow me on social media but something about my podcast brought you here and I'm so glad that you're still listening now that we're in 19 minutes and three seconds it's an interesting time right now and so it's important to have a a way or outlet to feel inspired encouraged and motivate it even in these dark times we've got to use our gifts to collaborate to speak out to stand for what's right to encourage each other and uplift each other and it's not always going to be okay we're not always going to feel okay and that's okay But in times like these, we need to have our eyes open, our ears open, our hearts open. And look look at the big picture. It's always a bigger picture. 
what we see on the news is such a fragment of the reality. So much is out, you know, with the big picture and we only get a little segment of it and even that's tainted and twisted. And so though it is heartbreaking and terrifying to watch these videos just constantly repost on social media when black and brown lives are taken there's so much that would be going unnoticed if we didn't have these videos and my heart breaks for the family members and the, the people who are close to these men and women and children who are gone and even those who are in prison for things that they didn't even do Wow, it's a heavy load. But I want to thank those people who are truly doing the work, who are getting groups together, who are going to these these meetings and meeting with the people who are supposed to be making these changes. Like I'm usually not a political person. I try to keep you know myself up to date on what's going on, um, but it's very very heavy for me to try to process. Um, but like I've said, if you're not a part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And it's not that you have to do anything, but if it were me, I'd want someone to do something. And it is me. You know, it's my family. It's my friends. It's my community, my people. So let's do the right thing at all times. You know, stand up for those who are overlooked when they're trying to stand up for themselves. I've spoke about that before too, about advocating for yourself and for others. It's in my I Will series. So I pray that in these tough times, we're all able to find healthy coping skills, healthy ways to communicate how we're feeling, not being afraid to speak out when you're overwhelmed, when you're scared, when you feel beat down, when you feel defeated. I really do pray that you don't try to go through this stuff alone. Whew. Heavy. It's really, really heavy. Um, but I thank you so much for listening to me now for 22 minutes and 55 seconds. I do not take it for granted that you're here with me. You could be anywhere else. But you chose to be right here with me, Shelly Marie. And I thank you. So this was the third episode of the Strength Is series. And I'll be back if God says the same.